Hey friends, welcome to your girl Maddie. I am your host Maddie and today we have a through two segment for you guys, which is my new name for this segment. I just named it <laughs> and I have a special guest today, my friend Amelia. Hello, hello. Hey, you guys might recognize that voice from one episode <laughs> of the Soulmates podcast. <laughs> but my voice was a lot more gone. At that she point. was like, hello, everybody. <laughs> <I'm Amelia. laughs> but yeah, Amelia joined Kim and I for our 17 episodes back in Soulmates land. So you might recognize her from that. More like carrot land. <laughs> oh, yo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she's joining me today for this through two. I'm very excited. Amelia, um, tell us why I asked you to join us for this segment <laughs> <laughs> so um this show extraordinary attorney Wu. oh yeah we didn't um, say the name of the show <laughs> extraordinary I attorney Wu. saw it trending actually um yeah. and then i watched like a snippet of it like on youtube like you know like sometimes like netflix will post like a little scene oh, yeah yeah and then i realized and i texted maddie and i was like oh my gosh she has autism and uh -huh. i freaked out because i am a special education teacher Mm -hmm. And so that is just a special place in my heart. Um, I teach a bunch of different students with disabilities, but I also teach some students with autism. And so I was like, I have to watch this like I right now. Yes. And I binged watched all four episodes that are currently out in yes. one day. So I'm very excited and it was very good. And it yes. this has a special place in my heart. Yes. Well, and it was a sign for me to watch it. I'm like, if Amelia loves the show then they must like portray the autism well and like everything. So I was like, she gave me the gold stamp and it's just very popular right now. Cause I've been doing a lot of like temperature gauging, like asking people, what are you watching? And like immediately extraordinary attorney Wu got right, right at the top of everyone's must watch list. I was like, Oh my gosh, it just came out. I, know, but, I mean, and Park I... and Bin, she's amazing. Yes. She honestly, y'all, I think, I think I would say she's my favorite Korean actress. I really like her. And so it took me a second when I started watching, I was like, this, she could look so familiar, but it took me a second to realize. And then I was like, what oh my goodness, I've only seen her in um, like yeah, the four, four youth. Is it for youth or youth? Oh, I don't know. But yeah, that's, you've got to watch that. Well, I, I should, she's list. my favorite. Well, I um, saw her in, do you like Brahms? And then okay, of yeah. course the King's affection. See, I haven't seen that. So you I'm need like... to watch the King's affection. <laughs> I love that show. Oh, it's on my list um so I was like oh that's how I know her because I just watched that drama not too long ago so I was like oh. okay and I was like oh no she takes on the hardest roles I well okay in do you like Brahms it wasn't really that hard she was just a violinist I mean it was like that was hard yeah King's Affection she had to portray a woman living as a man and the king and like it was a very hard role and she nailed it and so the fact that she took on this role to play an autistic person I was like of course she did and she's yeah. so oh my gosh I'm so impressed by her no just like how much that's how much research she probably had to do yeah. of like making sure that she like hits it it kind of reminds me of like there's a the American show the good doctor where there's an actor and he's like an autistic oh. autistic doctor um oh. and so that actor does a really good job of portraying that as well so I can't even imagine how much like research and stuff she had to do before yeah she I guess so put that on like, right her mannerisms like but at the same time I don't spend a lot of time with autistic people so I want to hear a lot of your like because I, I don't even part of the time I'm like I feel like she's doing it really well but I don't entirely know 
So I have a lot of questions as we go on about like all her mannerisms and like the reasons, like if you see that in your students and stuff like that, I'm so curious. Um, And so, yeah. And then our male lead is so cute. He, he's been in a billion things immediately i was like i've seen this guy before i've the weird thing is never seen him i don't know why you have I'm okay i promise guys i've seen a lot of k-dramas like a yes. lot but for some reason <laughs> you've never seen park and ben no you have never <laughs> seen him in a drama but i okay. love him <laughs> oh he's so cute oh my gosh um he i mean he was like in my first first love he was in run on um i don't know he's i don't know he, he wasn't like the leading male like the male lead in those shows though so I don't I always have a heart for the second lead so if he's never the first male lead then he's usually I don't know sold. Okay. I'm pulling him up right here okay <laughs> Kong Teo he's been in run on my first first love do me your service I don't remember him in that 39 he's that's a, a new lot one of shows. yeah <laughs> but oh my gosh he is so swoony <laughs> oh my gosh I love how he's not your like I don't know why for some reason he's really attractive to me because he's not like your typical like he's not super skinny like he's kind of right. a little bit more like bulky I guess like a real way. man and I like it <laughs> right like we could see him walk in the streets of the U.S. and be like yeah he just looks very like <laughs> yes manly but like cute and it just I don't know I need to look up right now how old he is yeah, great question. Also, is... how tall? How tall? Okay. Um, or a fellow tall take person. Take a on, on the Google. <laughs> He's only 28. I thought He's he was like far 30, from me. 34 or something. I don't know. He okay. looks older. He's 5'10". Sorry, Amelia. <laughs> Amelia's 5'10". <laughs> I'm like a six feet and above type well, of Well, he's a lot taller than Parkun Bin, who's 5'4". Well. So... <laughs> Parkun Bin is 29, mm. just for fun facts there. I don't know. Um, all right, there you go. There, there, there we have it. Um, so yeah, let's talk through these first two episodes of a Extraordinary Attorney. Ooh. Let's do it. You ready? I'm ready. Let's, let's do, it. do it. So the show opens on little five-year-old Ooh Young Woo. That's her name. And forwards and backwards. Well, <laughs> so oh, I know. <laughs> so that's my first question. Is that typical for autistic people to like that sense of like symmetry in words? Because she brings that up a lot. Yeah. So a lot of times with like um autistic, there's like a spectrum, of course. So like right. um they talk about that in later the later episodes, but there's ah. like a spectrum, you know, where like they could be more severe or they could be like higher functioning. But a lot of times, no matter like who they kind of like fixate on certain things and they like mm. routine they like pattern mm. um and so like in the first episode like her dad gets her suit and like cuts out all the labels and the tags because they're yes. very picky about textures and like what they eat um oh, okay. and a lot of just like want everything to follow the same way like they're not one to stray from like ah. what's normal to them um yes. so they like to usually fixate on certain things so for her that's gonna be um you know like we said she's her name and then she always has mm-hmm. a little catchphrase that she says when she pr- introduces herself and she's like all these words have yeah them, and they're like symmetrical. Oh, okay. <laughs> um and then her like really like obsession with the whales like that is yes. a very common thing um so yes. they did a good job of portraying like that and all the familiarities with like textures and and she stuff eats the like same that. like kimbap every meal because yeah. she can see everything that's in it. Mm-hmm. 
that and so apparently is that that like she she wants she doesn't want any surprises apparently yes which yeah. is very normal because they don't people who have autism or they don't do well with like um out of the mo out of obscure yes. they don't do well with change um so that makes they did a really good job of like introducing that and kind of like those little quirks that make them them which is true okay so, so interesting yeah I have I just have so many questions um so tell me if I'm ever like asking weird questions but I just have a lot of questions about the things she does and autism <laughs> in general because I just I really I really don't have a lot of experience interacting with people with autism yeah um so yeah so it opens up on her and she is at like a like a child psychologist or something and her dad is well her opening line is there's a, a moment in each parent's life when they ask themselves if their child is normal or not mm-hmm. right which is probably true you know yeah um and it shows her dad learning that his daughter is autistic basically yes and she is she's like mute she doesn't she, well she's not mute but she's not she doesn't talk yeah, nonverbal. I think what was she five when they introduced her yes Yes. Yeah. So then she, the dad's bringing her home. And once she gets home, suddenly she just, well, they run into this woman on the street and the woman's talking about this incident where her husband was, or no, 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 no. The husband incident couldn't continue. Isn't it when the husband came out because he thought that the dad was like, yes, cheating that's right. on Yes. Or whatever, cheating with his wife. And I was like, no, she just babysits my daughter. Yes. And so and the dad, like her dad starts like beating up and this uh, the, the neighbor and the neighbor and her dad start to get in a fight. Yeah. And that triggers little young Wu and she starts to spout cr- like criminal law jargon. It's yeah. Like her first word is like. <laughs> and then the dad's something. like, what? <laughs> yeah. So she starts like spouting memorized passages from the dad's lawyer textbooks and the dad is like oh my gosh these are your first words <laughs> yeah they're the entirety of my textbook. <laughs> like legal stuff and you're five <laughs> like yeah yeah um which my to my brain the word savant came up is that a correct word in this situation yes. yeah 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 100 percent. definitely a, savant. a bit what a savant is yeah so usually that has to do with like um autistic people and so uh, like a savant is someone who is very like very very it could be like very musically talented uh-huh. uh, very intellectually talented and in, like a certain area um and so for her she's very 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 like very talented in the um the law like, the law yeah. law, the legal stuff which I had to google a lot of terms watching this show so me like, <laughs> No, me too. And maybe we can try to explain as much legal stuff as we can today. Because yeah. I was like, we can try to explain some autistic stuff and some legal stuff. Maybe people can. We got it. Can, can be helped. So yeah, she's like a savant, as in like legal stuff just clicks, and yes. she—that's what opens her up. Mm-hmm. So then we like fast forward, and she's an adult. Um, and right away we just follow her through like a typical morning in her life. And she wakes up in her bed and, of course, like, makes her bed perfect. And she has just whales. Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere. So said that's, like, normal, like, for autistic people to have something that they're interested in more than anything else. Yeah. So, yeah. like, my neighbor, like, across the street, he loves, like, oh. lights. And so, like, that's something, like, his room is, like, 
filled with lights. Oh. Um, and then like some of my students, one of my students, he loves um, cars. And so like that's yeah. something that he like fixates on a lot. So usually they have one or two certain things that they like love and they yes. can talk about that for like the rest of their life if possible. Right. Yeah. Right. So her, it's whales. Yes. Which is so cute. They it's incorporate so it really cute. well. Yeah. She likes sperm whales, I think more than other whales yeah. so far. <laughs> I don't know why. Yes. I've heard a lot about sperm whales. <laughs> yes. So she's, you know, she's making her bed, getting ready for the day. Her dad leaves her a note. It's her first day of her new job at a law firm, apparently. And um, he leaves her a note that he bought her a little outfit, but there's no tags, no tags. So that's texture, mm-hmm. I guess. Yes. And then she goes downstairs to eat breakfast and it's the same kimbap she has every morning. Um, and even as she's leaving the house to go to work, there's a ritual her and her dad have. She opens up her bag and he puts, puts her lunch in Boxing. and then she puts her headphones on. Yes, which the headphones was a good as well. Sensory. So like ah. certain sounds and stuff, especially like I imagine in a big city. Yeah, um, She is definitely like she's higher on the autism spectrum right um clearly so she's able to do a lot more um things like more independently like she can take the subway on her own like she's clearly an attorney so like she's capable of and her she does have awkward social skills but for most of the time she can she is like higher on that spectrum than um, other people so the headphones was a good like sensory way as well. Like when she gets stressed, she'll it's put like on her the headphones. coping. Well, and there's yeah. just whale noises happening, which I'm like, honestly, <laughs> there's like no music. <laughs> no, it's just whale noises. No, yeah. I have a student that loves classical music. So when oh. he gets like overstimulated or just in loud situations, like that's all he listens to is classical uh, music. So that makes sense that all she listens to is whales. <laughs> that's her thing. Which um, I love. I was curious if is it is it realistic? for an uh, autistic person to become an attorney is that is that something that you were like oh that's a stretch or you're like no I could see that um it's not a stretch it it would be rare right I think a lot of it is more because I think society standards right would have a hard time yeah hiring someone with autism on there you know like I think there's a stigma of like which we see in the show which is more work if we have someone with autism on our yes staff it's just it would be very it's not as common well and even in the show there's a little certificate that says she's the first in all of Korea yeah so I guess the writers of the show are also like it's it probably has never happened, but we want to pretend we live in a world where someone's going to hire. Yeah. Someone with autism. Yeah. Which, which we do see that the only reason she really gets hired is because the CEO apparently is kind of like vying for her. Yes. I don't yet know why she is. Although we do, there is a scene in episode two where the CEO comes and talks to the dad. Yes. Her dad. (laughs) Okay. We can get more into that. We can get more into that. I mean, it's like, (laughs) Amelia's watched all four episodes. Oh yeah, we already said that. So I'm developing some theories, and I'm trying not to like. Yes. Well, part of my theory because like, it's going to touch on the episode three. Is the CEO three her mother? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think CEO is her mother. I have to admit. Okay, you don't think so? I don't think so. But I'm okay. I'm not going to say much. <laughs> We're not sure. Um. Anyway, so she goes to work, and what happens is what we think is going to happen is like her superiors are like, "Wait, you're the new attorney," you know, and. Yeah. But she immediately is very open, like, yeah, on my thing, it says I have autism. I'm here, I, you know, and like, she's not, 
she's not she's shy yeah yeah that's not Um, being a disability of hers yes uh but like i said her her direct boss gets a note like there's a note on the resume her resume and it's from the ceo of the law firm saying like take good care of this one and like so he's like i have no choice yeah but but (laughs) go along with this yeah um so yeah, basically we just kind of get into her life as an attorney. She's thrown into um a court case immediately, which I probably yeah. is not realistic. I was like, what? It's like five minutes. He's like, here's your court case. You got it. And I was like, oh. What? Well, also like she went to court immediately. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it looked like, like the next day. <laughs> I was like, gosh, what a stressful. Like maybe that's just how it is in the attorney world. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I doubt that's what it is. No. Like she, either. like, I don't think things go to court that fast. And I don't feel like they would just throw her in without ever seeing, like, how she does before they, like, throw her on this court case. Right. <laughs> but it's fine. Um, it's the but show. <laughs> the kind of, so far, the pattern of the show is each episode's a new case. Is that yes. still true? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, each episode, you take on, like, a whole new case. So, if you're watching an episode and you're like, I don't quite understand the case, it's fine. Just go to the next episode. There's another case. There's a new case. <laughs> So episode one, the case is about like a like a the claim is an attempted murder case because this woman hits her husband with an iron. Um, and so I learned I did learn a little bit about law. I was asking my parents or my family over dinner, which they're not experts on law at all. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like a little curious because attorney Wu during this, they were trying to file a case as a criminal law case. And she said, no, we need to file it as civil, civil law. law. And I was like, I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> right. You're like, oh, great idea. And I'm like, uh, sure. <laughs> well, the little information my family taught me is criminal law is the question of um, it's like, did somebody break the law? So if somebody steals something from a store, that's a criminal law case, right? Like it's like you broke a law and the sentences are higher for those. But civil law is like, oh, you walked on my property and, you know, I'm mad at you person to person and I'm going to sue you Mm -hmm. person to person. And those are a little more flexible. It's more of like a dispute between people rather than like a dispute against like. Yes. Legal governmental law. Apparently. Okay. okay. So what we do learn about attorney, attorney Wu is that she thinks outside the box yes and so she's really smart and so people start to like listen when she talks because they're like hold on (laughs) right that's kind of what happens in episode one and episode two they're handed these cases and all the attorneys are like trying to think of all these things and she's the one so she sits there real quiet for a while and everyone's talking and she's just sitting there and then she stands up and says like a couple sentences really, really fast, and they're like really profound, and they take like a completely different angle than everyone else is thinking. And so far, it's like super insightful, and everyone's like, "Wow!" Which let's I do think that. is going to lead to some really good like character development because there's like that girl from college who knew her, and like yeah, she had the comparison of like I tried to help her because I felt bad for her, but she always still got first, you know. And then there's that other right. attorney as well, like the guy, and like. And then there's the head attorney that, like, the other dude, I don't remember his name. He's the one that, like... Yeah, like, her boss. Yeah. yeah. Not the CEO, but her boss. And so, yeah. like, just watching kind of, like, slowly, like, even... I think it was even just the first episode, her boss, like, apologized. He was like, I'm sorry, like, mm. at the moment that you got in, like, he, you could see him shift already from, like... Yes. 
the term autism, I think people just automatically put a label on it. And it's like her social cues aren't as yes. aware. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of realized like, no, she's very smart. She's capable of being alert of these things. And mm-hmm. she talks, she talks, she's very aware like of her disability and people looking yes. at her different. And they talk about that in some of the later episodes too, which I think is cool. Right. Um, yeah, she so. is very aware. Even at her first like courtroom moment she even like walks up and she says so I'm autistic just put that out there <laughs> like, she's like just letting you know just letting <laughs> like, you know Go, girl okay <laughs> so she's definitely and she even uses it like I think they're sitting in a room once and she was like if we want people to pity this woman or like our our defend like the person we're defending what's more pitiable than an autistic attorney send me in they're like oh okay sure <laughs> yeah <laughs> so but I, I really do think Park Bin does a great job because some scenes she's feeling real con- like she her character is confident but then a lot of other scenes her character is just very much processing the world closed in on herself her eyes are shifting her hands are are, are are twitching she's just she's not she's not socially at the same speed as everybody else yes. but she's taking it all in like yes tell. which I think is cool and she does a good job of like the you know like not making a lot of eye contact because that is a thing like they don't right. make a lot of eye contact um they can be kind of fiddly and like things mm. like that um and so I sh- but then like when she turns it on she can like turn it on and then be very Right. Like her speaking in front of the courtroom. Like, Mm. I mean, that's harder to find in a lot of the autism spectrum. So like the higher functioning, that's more common, but like where they can talk in front of a bunch of people, but not always. And so she does a really good job of portraying that. Well, and I think, oh, continue. No, go, 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 go. I was going to say, you see a big difference from when she was five to when she's 25. Yeah. Like you really do. You can tell as a character she's like learned okay this is kind of how people function this is they don't want me to talk about whales all the time yeah so I've learned to not <laughs> not talk about whales because except of, ex- okay we're gonna get into that <laughs> except with you know dead. <laughs> uh so that I thought that was so fascinating but uh, this might seem like a stupid question but just to be clear autism am I right that autism it's largely about social cues is that true is that where the disability lies just in social or is there like other elements as well it can be intellectual too so like their thinking process um the people who are on the lower end of the autism spectrum will definitely have more of the intellectual and the social um so they're just like slower learners all the things like that um people higher on the spectrum um it will be for sure more just social okay Um, like I have I've teach students with learning disabilities and intellectual disabilities and I have students with autism like in the learning disabilities class, but then students with autism in the intellectual disabilities class as well. Gotcha. So like, and the learning disabilities might just be like one thing that they just struggle with reading, but like okay. socially and maybe like they're a little bit more higher up and then mm. intellectual. So it really, it is social is probably where it gets most of the, right. Because there's people who have autism who are in like 
they're like um, attorney Wu, like they're in the regular school classroom setting. Like they're not in special ed. They're right. Just, you would never really know, but just socially, that's kind of what gives them away. And you're like, right. Oh. They might be, but like you would never know by like their grades and their academic performance and things okay. like that. So I would say um, they kind of all struggle with social, but there is also some of that intellectual. Okay. But it's harder okay. to find. And so that makes sense for her because she's higher on that spectrum. Yes. And so it makes sense that she's a lot, she's smarter, has academically not struggles as much. Well, she's um, really smart. Like she was like top of her class in, yeah. in law. And that, that was she, like, like almost got a perfect score on like the, yes. whatever the law. Yes. The bar, I guess. Is that what that's yes. called? I think so. The bar. Test. Mm, got you. That makes sense. Because when they portrayed her as a five-year-old, she seemed like she had some of those intellectual disabilities, but as a, like a 25 year old, she doesn't really seem to have like the, like there, it's not just law stuff that she's clicking with. Like she seems smart in all areas. Like they're talking about her yeah. about everything. And it really seems only socially is really her thing. You know, yeah. to me, it seems that way. No, so, no, no. Um, yeah, definitely. That's kind yeah. of what I got from it too. It's just yes. those social. Yes. And, but like when she's with her, like, I love her relationship with her best friend. Yes. Like, you can see she's kind of a little bit not as socially um, struggles as much she, because yeah. I think she's so comfortable with certain people like her dad, right. not as much. And then her best friend, like you kind of forget at times yes. because she kind of turns like their cute little handshake that they have. I know. So like cute. Due to the good to the Rami or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> her best friend's other. awesome. <laughs> I want to so know more like, about them, but yes. Yeah. And so I feel like that becomes a little bit more right away as well like she okay. comes I don't know socially she's not as I don't yeah. know it's no, just for interesting sure. I for sure. watched her and her friend interacted it was like she was a lot more I was like oh she seems a lot more like comfortable with her friend and socially yes. not showing a lot of those cues and things so and it's true there's moments in the show where in an uncomfortable situation she seemed to get more triggered like in yeah. the courtroom there's a moment where she kind of is Seems to be doing fine. Then she gets kind of triggered and she starts like pacing and she starts repeating what the judge is saying and everything in her. Yes. Her like lawyer buddy is like, oh no. But then she got herself together and came back. Mm-hmm. Um, but she also, one thing she does is she repeats. There was a word for it, echo something, something. Yeah. I never actually heard of you that never term heard of that? either. So that was a new one for me. I was like, yeah. oh, that's interesting. She repeats what people say and she yeah. learned, well, don't, don't do that. <laughs> like, don't, do, don't do that. Don't talk about whales. Don't yeah. introduce myself as forwards and backwards yes like that yes um okay we have to talk about our leading man because we haven't seen i out of two episodes i haven't seen him a bunch but stop it i'm dead he's so cute i (laughs) love it right so he is an attorney i think as well he's on the litigation team i don't know what litigation is i had to look it up okay because i was like i don't think this guy's a legit like a full attorney but he's like i'm on the litigation team i don't know what that is the definition didn't help me either it was like (laughs) someone that helps with legal rights i was like stop it are you serious i'm looking at him right now a lit like i need a real dumbed down version gay (laughs) i hate that lawyer stuff confuses me the process of taking legal action. I know. I was like, Stop. okay. And then I looked up the difference between a lawyer and an attorney because I was like, and they were like, well, <laughs> I was like, 
This is so confusing. Stop it. It says the meaning of litigation refers to the actions between two opposing parties working in the interest of enforcing or defending a legal right. Okay, my guess to that is the lawyers make decisions and he's the one that makes sure it's get it gets played out. I guess because like he had to they had to pull people from the litigation team when you need someone to go talk. Like because they were like attorney can't go alone. We have to get someone from the litigation. So I wonder if that's what they're I don't know. Because he always goes everywhere with them and I'm like I know part of me is like is it just because he's the male lead like should should his character actually be there or are they like yeah. twisting things for the sake of K-drama? yeah just for like <laughs> or is he actually legitimate like that's what like happens assuming and... most people won't know what litigation is. yeah I'm not sure but he's on the litigation team so right away he gets assigned to go on a little mission with he's told to go with the new attorney so he's like okay so we first really meet him he's um Attorney Wu is downstairs trying to trying to leave the building, but it's a revolving door and she's struggling with the revolving door because you have to go in at a certain time and it's, you know, difficult. Yeah. So he shows up and well, they had they had crossed paths before, but I don't remember why. It was because she was trying to go through the wrong doors the first in time. In the morning. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. So he had helped and he her stopped through. the door for her to go through. Right. So he had helped her through earlier and yes. So he, he, he finds her at the door and he's just making fun of the conversation because they had already met and he was like, are you trying to go through the door and all these things? Yeah. Well, then he learns he's, she's the attorney that he's, he's going with, going with. Um, and he's so freaking cute. He like teaches her how to go through the revolving door and to treat it as like a waltz and to use rhythm. And they sit there bouncing in rhythm to go through the door together and i'm just dying I'm like, <laughs> so, so cute, cute. I, can... I was like who has like that's so hard to find like, oh i know what? like you can just tell immediately he just has a heart for her like he just you know like i don't think he sees her romantically he just is like i think he's just curious and oh, like yeah. and he's oh, just she's kind. quirky and i yeah and i think he yeah, can yeah, tell yeah. she has autism probably and he's just kind you know and so he's helping her he's just speaking her language totally no one else speaks her language and he's just speaking her language. And so anyways, they, they go on and they, you know, start, they kind of get paired off to do things and whatever, but what really hooks her is she, <laughs> the whale, the whale stuff. Hooks all of us. Who are we kidding? <laughs> all of us is she, I think at one point she starts to talk about a whale, talked about whales. And she was like, oh, I'm not supposed to talk about whales here and he's like why not and she's like well one of the rules of of life is you're not supposed to talk about whales (laughs) at work (laughs) and he's like why not (laughs) and he's like well can you talk about whales when it's just us two is that okay and she's like really can I (laughs) and then so she proceeds to talk about it when it's just them two like all the time well then it's so funny because it shows clips that she like calls him at home when he's brushing his teeth and she just tells him about whales then hangs up hangs up like doesn't even really care what he has to say she just wants to tell him about whales and then you know she'll see him at work she'll run into him she'll just talk about whales and then just walk away and he's like okay and you can tell he's a little bit like oh shoot i really gave this girl permission to talk about whales, <laughs> about whales. and she's running with it but he's also kind of charmed i think like yeah like he doesn't seem overly like upset but he still handles it with some grace to an extent where like at what point they're they're on a, like going on a work assignment to a bakery to like 
talk to somebody as a witness and they're sitting there eating their drinking their coffee and she starts talking about whales and he was like how about we just talk about whales sometimes and she's like what do you mean like I think in her brain how do I know when I can or when I can't yeah but immediately he was like let's just talk about whales when we eat lunch and then when we're not eating lunch talk about about something and I think he said that because he wants to learn more about her yeah and and I think he wants to like, about- and I think he wants to like have lunch with her and like just get to know her. So I'm like, well, honestly, yeah. And this is actually- he does that cute scene where he like waited on the elevator for her, like made everyone on the elevator like wait. Well, and there's a scene where she has to try on a wedding dress for an, for one of their like, <gasps> yes. and he actually looks at her like, oh, shoot. And that's like episode two. And I actually feel like he's like interested in her now. Yeah. By like no. episode two. Yeah. And so then it was after that that he like made the suggestion a that they quote unquote only talk about whales at lunch because I'm like well that means you're gonna eat lunch together all the time yeah that was smart smart <laughs> move talk dude. about whales but <laughs> 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 but then like he's also implying they're gonna talk to each other at other times and they're gonna talk about each other I'm like okay so you just want to date her <laughs> basically <laughs> cute though so I love him that's basically all I know about him after these two episodes. I really don't know anything about his backstory. We've only seen him at work, but we just know he's really nice and adorable. Yeah, so, I don't know. I yeah, I don't know much about. They don't touch on it. Okay. For three and four, either okay, right okay, now. Okay. So okay, okay, gotcha. So that's. I mean, that's basically that's basically the two episodes. We do learn there is like so. Attorney Wu works at a law firm. I forget what it's called, Hanabadi or something. Yeah. Han- Starts with an H. Yeah. yeah. And there is like an opposing law firm that I think is going to become important in the yeah, show. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So the end of episode two, it does show us a scene with like the CEO of the opposing law firm. And she sees that a ter- a par- this person named Attorney Wu is like doing all these amazing things at the other law firm. And she's like, who is that? And then the episode ends. Yeah. So that I think will become important. Which I have a theory. What's your theory? I shouldn't say it, though. Okay. (laughs) But I have a... Because, well, hold on. Do they... Or... (laughs) No, because that will ruin something that happens, I think, in, like, episode, like, three or four. Oh, okay. It's just, like, a comment someone makes, and I was like, oh. Oh. I don't have any theories at the moment. (laughs) I definitely... The second time, because I rewatched it, uh... Did you rewatch all four episodes? Yeah. Love that. But I like, I mean, I didn't like, I had it on when I was doing other stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And then, so it wasn't like a full sit down rewatch. It was like, right. have it on, do other things, because I've already yes. seen it once. Um, but I do have a theory. It's kind of stretched out. It's kind of obscure, but like kind of not. Just say it. You're like teasing it for a whole minute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think the... CEO lady of the other company uh-huh. is actually William Wu's mom. You think the CEO is her mom? Not the CEO of her company. Not the CEO of her company. Because I think the CEO of her company might be her mom. Because they've pinned that her mo- the mom passed away. Okay. Right? Because the dad's a widower. They said that in like the first episode. Right. But I don't. <laughs> I think she like abandoned her as a child and then the dad like 
the dad named her so she doesn't know her daughter's name. Like, and I think she abandoned her to become a successful attorney because the dad also knows a bunch about civil law. So I'm like, I wonder if they met in law school. Well, the dad, yeah, I think that's dad, how he knows the CEO. I think the dad went to law school. Yeah. And he so. knows the CEO of Wu Young Wu's company. So I was like, yes. okay. And there's something I can't, I'm not going to spill that part. So never mind. But then there's something <laughs> else that someone says later on that kind of makes me feel like, oh, maybe. Okay. And it's a K drama. So like there's always weird always. things that something happens. I mean, probably her and Junho were childhood best friends or yeah. something, but she I doesn't mean... remember. Someone that has amnesia, it's really <laughs> hard to say. Like that's why I'm uh, like, that's why I'm like, we're going stretch here. It's a K drama. Yeah, right. I'm like, maybe that woman is her. Mother. Because and then this woman talks about how she has a son who all he does is sit on the phone. So I was like, I wonder if she became a sex attorney, got a new right husband, got married, had a different child, and then kind of like put that past of that child behind her. And then she's slowly going to realize like this, this is, is my mine. child because I feel like she's going to try and get William Wu to come to her company. Okay, probably yes, probably because I think she'll keep winning cases and then she'll be like, oh, we want this girl on our team, right? Okay. And then I feel like there's something like that, but I could be so wrong. It's a great guess. Such but if I'm guess. right, you heard it here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here. <laughs> Amelia, everybody. The making moves, making claims. <laughs> Love it. So yeah, I guess that's covering the first two episodes. And um, I think we I think we covered it all. 10 out of 10. What do you think, Amelia? <laughs> yes, 10 out of 10 recommend. <laughs> This isn't yeah or now, but it's a yeah. Yeah. It's a yeah. It, they it, they really do a good job. There's some things I would say that, like, might push it with, like, some of the autism. But every autism is, like, a different yeah. chance, you know? Right. I think the only thing is, like, sometimes her, like, she's got, like, a super high-pitched voice, which sometimes, like, I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, okay, too much. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I mean... Like, I've got used to it. And, like, I think yeah. for the most part, like, it kind of goes away right. as the show goes on. Like, she doesn't talk like that the whole yeah. time. Yeah. Um, but and it is honest, really good. Honestly, here on Your Girl Maddie, I, I tried my best to just, like, build up shows, not tear them down. You know, like, there's always reasons people aren't going to like shows. But then why are you watching them? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like, if you don't no, like it, don't sure. watch it. <laughs> and honestly, all the shows I want to cover on this podcast are shows that I, you know, like, enjoy and I just want to find the good things about them and so um I feel like it's it's I think the the it's qualities the good qualities are shining the bad ones it's yeah, there's like. really like no bad I like I haven't really found a bunch of bad yeah. qualities in the show right. so truly I thought like clearly I yes watched four episodes yeah. of day. so <laughs> yeah. um, totally totally I do yeah, feel I, like it's it's just a cute feel good like just kind of really makes is. you realize, you know, think about life, how it you're does. treating people. Yes. Embracing yeah. differences. So it is so true. Really like so it. true. Learning a lot about legal stuff and a lot about autism. Yeah. So that's <laughs> I'm learning great. a lot of legal things. So I'm like, so much legal thought? stuff, <laughs> which I'm usually Consider- not that into. But <laughs> well, considering that my other K drama I'm watching currently is also legal stuff a lawyer show yeah yes so I'm like gosh I'm just picking all these 
lawyer legal shows right now so my I mean, brain hurts vincenzo has some le- legal stuff but it's all like ridiculous so. oh yeah no i think why her is dropping some intense stuff and i'm like what <laughs> and well, there, it talks about like Yelp, though makes a difference i'm a big wongi <laughs> fan for uh all the listeners like, true beauty she loves him <laughs> he sold me she couldn't even finish couldn't true finish. beauty the power of Chao and Wu was not enough for her, apparently. No. The power of Chao and Wu was enough for me. The you know what? Lead syndrome hit so hard. I could <laughs> not see that boy crying. I was like, Hongi Yope, police stuff. Uh, I was perfect. fine. I was fine with him crying. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, no, Chai between these two, great, you're, you're going to learn a lot about legal stuff. I'm like, I could be a lawyer. <laughs> or an attorney, technically. There's a difference. I did not know there was a difference, but great. Apparently. Okay, apparently. <laughs> apparently an attorney is... A lawyer and an attorney both went to law school, but an attorney's one that like practices it in court. Oh, oh whereas okay. a lawyer, I think, just might do more of like this could be so wrong, but this is what Google said. So, in <laughs> <Okay. laughs> my interpretation of Google, so you can um, be a lawyer but not necessarily practice in court. Yeah, so like I, I think people who maybe have like law firms, like they're lawyers, but they don't go practice it in court okay and apparently if you go practice it in court that makes you an attorney look at you they call it attorney at law boom huang and yope and park and ben are teaching you so much <laughs> so much about the law <laughs> forget teaching i'm gonna become a lawyer no attorney yeah, an attorney i still don't want to be an attorney after the show the worst attorney <laughs> ever horrible i'd be too much like i'd be too sensitive for that like oh. i just no. Big time. Even as I'm watching the show, I'm like, this is just confusing. People's lives are on the line. This is all. Yeah. I can't do it. Anyways. Too much weight. Anyway, so yeah, we recommend this, y'all. I hope this episode helped you maybe figure out if this show is for you since it's getting a lot of hype. And um, yeah, if it's for you, reach out. Let me know on Instagram or, you know, here. I'll probably ask a question with this episode if you're liking it or not. So let me know. I'll send your responses over to Amelia. <laughs> I want to hear all the things. (laughs) Also, hype Amelia up if you want her to be a reoccurring guest on your girl, Maddie. Let's go. Um, Not only is she a special ed uh, expert, she is the leading K-pop expert in my life. (laughs) She knows everything about K-pop. I am so like, I'm like in the the splash pad of K-pop and Amelia is in the deep end where the high dive goes into. We was I was playing a bunch of K-pop songs and Maddie was like, I haven't heard this one. I've heard this one. No. What's this one? I don't and like it's not like you're in the deep end as in like you're more obsessed than me. It's just you know yeah, yeah, more yeah. than me. Because I spend just as much time obsessing over K-pop, oh, but yeah, I'll just yeah, like yeah. stare at Joshua Hong for 27 hours and then like <laughs> I think not I just care like about a broader, anybody else. Yeah. I'm Amelia just like a broader has range. a broad knowledge of K-pop. <laughs> so Amelia's K-pop corner might have to happen at one point, but it's fine. One point one day we'll go to the Stray Kids concert together. <laughs> rip or not <laughs> I, okay side note sorry people if you don't care about straight kids i'm so sorry <laughs> but they just had their la show on, on twitter ah. i was reading all the co- they posted a picture and they're like great job la and then on twitter all the fans from fort worth and atlanta were so angry they were I like know. we don't care we want to know about atlanta and fort worth when's it being rescheduled don't show us la pics i was like dang 
I know they're not rescheduling it for us yet. It's fine. People are like, we need to know. It's not fair. They're getting to go. Y'all are pretending like it didn't happen. Which you know what? Kind of true. <laughs> Life's not fair. <laughs> That's just the way it is. <laughs> Very true. But they the were life. aggressive. I was like, oh goodness. Life is not fair. That's okay. I do hope we get to go one day. But if not, <laughs> we'll live. <laughs> We've got maybe 17 fingers crossed that 17 gets canceled, i can't see joshua hong i'm gonna throw something just kidding <laughs> i cannot see vernon Chui. if amelia doesn't see vernon Chui, we out i'm not seeing yo song yet lena i gotta see vernon at least one of my biases oh okay Anyways. anyways this is not k-pop <laughs> thank you so much for listening we'll get amelia back on the pod for sure signing off <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm so awkward um thank you for listening to your girl maddie i'm your host maddie and i will chat with you soon 